Welcome to episode 10 of our Physio Exam podcast. Today I'm here with Leah and we'll be discussing some tips on the practical component of the exam. So Leah, do you want to get us started with some tips you may have? When it comes to the practical exam, there's so many different things that come to mind. Um, But I'll start with when you're addressing the question in front of you. So it's a very stressful environment. There's lots of people around you. There's a question stuck up onto a door in front of you. Before you read the question, try and take a deep breath. And then the way I would approach it, I would always read the objective of the question first because some of the scenarios are quite lengthy and you may run out of time. I know with one question that I had, I didn't get to read through the entire scenario, but luckily I had already read the objective of the question. And once I entered the room, I finished reading the scenario. They also give you a notepad. So on the notepad, you can jot down the objective and then any key points from the scenario um, that you read. So I highly recommend doing that. And another tip I have is try and come up with an introduction that you can adapt for any question. This is what I did for my PRAC exam, and I found it extremely helpful, um, particularly for those questions that I wasn't too sure where to get started. By having an intro that you can adapt, you you can walk into the room with confidence and you can get some key points um, straight away. Um, so that's one of my biggest tips, have an intro that you're confident with. And then also, always um, remember those safety things that you need to verbalize out loud. So always verbalize the word consent, that's going to be a big mark. Always verbalize that you're checking the brakes on a wheelchair or on a plinth that the patient is on. Um, And then always check in with your patient. This shows that you have empathy and that you care for the patient that's in front of you. Um, I think if I was an examiner, I'd really appreciate that. Um, So those are my key tips um, for when you're in the exam. Colin, do you have anything to add in regards to an intro or things like that? In terms of the intro, I think for me, I kind of just memorized my lines that I had to go with and I used it for every single one of my stations. And I don't know, it's weirdly for me, it's kind of like a calming thing because I know that um, at the end of the day, I'll at least get something for my intro. So I, I mean, it sounds very generic, but like it, it doesn't really matter when you're in this exam, you're just trying to get check marks um, and and um, ticking everything that they have in the list so I think um, just memorizing your intro and kind of just using that for uh, every one of your stations is, is a fine thing um, to do now in terms of some other tips for the practical exam of uh, in terms of the five by five, there's always going to be questions at the end of the station so Uh, One good tip I have is that you want to go into the exam having a list of things in mind. Um, More often than not, they're going to have a 5x5 about the station you've just done, but uh, in terms of like the treatment results or the outcome measures, you can pretty much use any generic uh, thing in there. So for example, if um, the question asks for what do you think the goals of the treatment are, you can always be writing things like strength or range or balance or decreasing pain. And these are very generic uh, sort of um, treatment outcomes, but you always want to just have this list in your head. And if 
at the end of the day, you can't really figure out exactly uh, for your specific station what the outcome measure was. Don't worry about it. Just put in whatever you, you remember from your list. Um, another thing I have is that you are probably going to get a question on exercise. So I like to go into the exam having my generic exercises, things that uh, might not involve any kind of equipment because you have no idea what they're they are going to provide. So you always want to have um, a list of exercises. You know that there's always going to be a wall there. There's probably going to be a chair of some sort or like a bed. Um, so you always want to be doing exercises that require minimal equipment. So for my go-tos uh, in terms of strengthening, I would always, as my most regressed exercise, would be any kind of isometric exercise. So for example, if we're talking about like um, someone with tennis elbow and you're prescribing an exercise and uh, the patient was saying when you're doing the wrist extensions with the one pound that the exercise was painful. So where do you go from there? You always can regress to isometric exercises because the patient is always the one controlling how much pressure they're putting through. So you always just want to have a list of exercises that you can regress to and progress to. So those are um, two of my tips that I have for the practical component. Leah, do you have anything else to add? I think it's also important that when you enter the station, you don't want to come in and start rambling and mumbling because you're nervous and, and stressed. You want to try and talk as loudly and as clearly as possible. You want to make sure both the patient and the examiner can understand what you're doing. Um, I know my first couple of stations, I was so nervous. I was talking so fast. But as I progressed through the day, I realized, okay, I need to start talking slowly. I need to make sure that I'm coming across as confident, coming across that I know what I'm doing. I think that's really, really important. Um, so don't let the stress and your, your nerves take over. I know that's easier said than done. Um, in one of our previous podcasts, I know Colin mentioned um, watching or listening to this TED talk. What was that TED talk called um, about the, the posture stance? The I don't remember what the podcast podcast was called, but oh, it's not a podcast. It was just a TED talk. Uh, we have a link in our one of our blogs. Uh, the TED talk was by Amy Cuddy. I think that's her name. So go to our website, go to that blog, um, and you'll find that video. So I found that particularly helpful. I watched it, I think, a couple days before Colin recommended it. And then I tried to use that stance before each station, um, before the entire exam itself. And it made me feel a lot more confident about myself. Um, it was really helpful because I know that I can sometimes be quite a shy person. So walking into a station and having to um, talk and interact with people I don't know, sometimes I can find that quite scary and I know some of you might feel the same. So definitely um, check that out. And then other things that both Colin and I implemented was some meditation the morning of. I remember we went to... We, we arrived at the exam site quite early. I think it might have been a Tim Hortons. We went to a Tim Hortons and we both just put our earphones in and we listened to Headspace. So it really helped me get into the, the right mindset for the exam. Um, do you have anything else to add, Colin? 
Yeah, I think that uh, another thing is that if you go into a station and you do poorly, I think that you have to move on pretty quickly. You have another station coming up, stop, like just forget about that station um, and just do your best on the other ones. Because with this exam, you can actually have some failed stations. Like you'll probably still pass the exam. Um, well, I don't know if you're going to pass the exam, but... Um, like you can have failed stations and still pass the overall um, exam with your marks um, unless you do some kind of major safety fail um, in that case um, you're gonna fail the exam so um, always remember these key things like never have a safety fail if you have a bad station move on just do your best in the next few stations and just just try to, to forget about it because you don't want to have that station kind of pull you down from from the future um, stations. Yeah, I completely agree. I remember back to my exam, there was one station that we had, I think it was like a minute to read the question. It was a really long scenario and I didn't get to read the whole thing. The buzzer went off and I had to walk inside the, the room and I was, I was so stressed and I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't even read the whole question. I don't know what I'm doing. So I remember I took a deep breath. I walked over to the desk um, where the the examiner was sitting and luckily they they always have the question in the room so I sat down I didn't even look at the patient I read through the question again I took some time and then once I was ready I began the station so don't forget that you actually don't have to start the station as soon as you walk into the room I know that there is a time constraint and the, the stations are very short but make sure you read the question and you understand what you're doing. Um, but yeah, so there, there will be stations that you, you'll walk out and you'll think, oh my God, I failed that. Um, but as long as it wasn't a safety fail, you can still get plenty of points um, just from an intro, just from getting consent, just from doing those key simple tasks. So obviously having a good flow in the exam, you're probably gonna get a higher mark. But um, another tip I have is that I think in the station, you'll kind of have uh, a feel of sort of how much time you have left just because of all the practicing that you've done. And hopefully while you're practicing um, for this exam, you've set a timer and you kind of have a understand like sort of how much time you have left. And I think that if you're in a station in a situation where you know that you have like two or three objectives you have to do and you're feeling like you're maybe only you have like a minute or two minutes left and you're only on your first objective I think um, that is a time where even if you have to break the flow and just to get the check marks uh, of the other objectives I think that's what you have to do in my sense um, because if they don't see you doing those objectives you're not going to get a mark no matter how good your flow is with the the first part of the exam so i think that if you have a sense that you're running out of time and you haven't completed um the other objectives just you know just cut it short or whatever and just verbalize everything and just um get as much check marks as you can and if you're really short of time and there's no no time left to actually go through each objective i would state exactly what you were going to do to the examiner and that they, they're aware that you knew what you should have done. I'm not sure if this will get you full marks, um, but I think it would reflect really well on your, half, your behalf. So thank you for listening to today's podcast and look out for our next episode next Sunday. Feel free to get in touch with us if you have any questions or concerns. We're always happy to chat.
Good luck, guys. And remember, if you're looking for some extra help, we do have our new closed Facebook group, which acts as a private tutoring center. In the group, we'll post Mondays, Wednesdays, and on the weekends with exclusive content. We'll also post um, informative videos for both the practical and written components, and we'll be posting worksheets and some extra resources for you all. So get in touch if you're interested with this group.